this experimental podcast about podcasting. In this very special episode, we'll be taking a look at podcasts. What are they? Why try them? What works? What doesn't work? And hopefully pick up some practical tips along the way to get started. So I'm joined today by Glyn Rogers, the digital teaching lead and Hannah France, digital training officer here at Colleague Gwent. Thanks both for joining me in this discussion today. Hiya Lee, how are you? Thrilled to be here. Glad you could join me. Um, okay, let's dive straight in now with the first question. What is a podcast, guys? Do you know? Or I mean, I, I have to confess, I did a bit of research on this to, to find the correct answer, but I just thought, let's throw that out there to begin with. Well, I first came across um, podcasting when I went on holiday and I was just looking for something that I could, instead of a book that I could lie on, on the beach with and just listen to and sort of fall asleep to and that kind of thing. And um, so I, I was looking on my phone and I came across this thing for a, a podcast. So I listened to my first one. Uh, and the way I understand it is it's a bit like a sort of a radio show, an informal chat show uh, on audio that's been recorded. So you can listen to it wherever you want. Um, and it's somewhere that's really easy to access online. Nice. Hannah, what yeah. do you reckon? I'm the same. I got into podcasts um, for uh, radio shows so comedians would podcast or package record and you can download whenever you want parts of their radio shows um, so I actually got started off with those and they're really interesting there's a huge variety of content out there with podcasts now I find and obviously more people are doing them than ever before so for me a podcast is just an, an audio piece of content that you can download and listen to whenever it takes your fancy really. Yeah and it's the convenience I think that's the key there um, which is why we're doing this show, because we can explore the benefits of these things. Um, OK, so I've, I've looked up the dictionary definition and apparently it's a digital file made available on the Internet for downloading to a computer or mobile device. So we, we mm -hmm. yeah, it's typically available as a series, um, new installments of which can be re received by subscribers. So I think it's the subscription element there that sets it apart from standard radio output. So I think it's based on an RSS feed. So you will get notifications if you subscribe to it. So if you're a particular fan of a of a, a show, you will get a notification pop up on your phone or something when a new episode becomes available. Um, right. Well, that's that's the only thing that stands uh, sets it out. Um, mm. Well, that's one thing I've never done is is to click on and subscribe to a podcast I always just dipped in to the ones I fancied so yeah like the new, new episodes tend to pop up to the top of your feed mm. so yeah so the thing I find annoying with podcasts is if when you discover a really good one and you've got to really like fight against the feed to go down to the first episode because it's always the newer ones that are at the top um yeah, so if you're not familiar with podcasts, there's a whole world of audio content for you to explore covering every topic imaginable. So second question, guys, do you listen to podcasts? Well, we already know, I already know you do. Um, but what kind of programmes do you listen to? Well, I've got a Spotify subscription and there are hundreds, if not thousands of um, different podcasts available there. Um, I started listening to a chap called Adam Buxton, um, a, a comedian a few years ago, uh, and he had a, a comedy talk show. Um, so that's just a light bit of fluff, you know, something to listen to um, perhaps on the drive to work in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm interested in something 
knowing something a bit more. Um, I've listened to things like Stuff You Should Know and uh, just these sort of um, documentary style uh, podcasts. Some of them have got really high levels of professional finishing, you know, got jingles and uh, impressive sound effects and that kind of thing. But I've learned so much on my journeys to work in the morning by listening to some of these podcasts. And what I really, I've really enjoyed is the uh, Radio 4 Friday night comedy podcast as well. I'll have a, a oh, chuckle yeah. at, at their irreverent humour. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, love that bit of banter on a Friday night as well. And I've started practising a bit of stoicism as well. So I try to listen to a two or three minute small podcast of something called The Daily Stoic that I found on um, Spotify as well. Oh, so that's short form then, really short little mini episodes is it yeah literally I think it follows this idea of the daily stoic so that you kind of have a thought for the day almost so sometimes I listen to Zoe Ball in the morning and she has her thought for the day and it's a a bit like that but uh, looking at it through the lens of stoicism I love listening to what other people listen to like hearing hearing your recommendations Hannah what about you well I've been really into the um infinite monkey cage for a few years now i'm not sure if either one of you have uh, ever I've heard of that yeah i've it's, heard of it i don't know anything about it it's ridiculously entertaining it's basically brian cox um and they have guest comedians in and things and they just talk about uh, different topics through um the lens of science so it's things like you know what's it like to be an astronaut they'll have astronauts come in and talk about what it's like um being in space but there is a lot of comedy and a lot of humour there and it makes science really engaging and it, it sparks off conversations that you didn't know you wanted to have. So my favourite episode that actually ended up generating its own episode, there was a throwaway comment that became known as the strawberry debate about when is a strawberry dead? At what point does a strawberry <laughs> die? My mind is already boggled at this point. Well, Exactly. So then they, they had an effort and they couldn't work it out. Like it's a big philosophical question of when is a strawberry dead and now if you kill a strawberry. So they end up having a whole episode dedicated to that question. When is a strawberry dead? But what they looked at was things like what's the definition of life? What's the definition of death? What does it mean for, for different creatures? Can we ever be immortal? Um, and, you know, I really recommend those episodes because honestly, it, it makes you very concerned about eating strawberries because you're, you're a bit worried if they can feel pain after reading that. After listening to it. <laughs> um, but at the other end of the scale, I've, I've got into, sort of since I, since I started with this job, I think, um, a podcast called Night Vale, which is um, it's, it's fiction, or I hope it's fiction, um, of a radio broadcaster talking, you know, talking to his town of Night Vale about, you know, make sure you stay indoors. The street cleaners are out tonight. Do not leave your house. And then related <laughs> notes. And it's just this really creepy podcast about this really strange and bizarre town. And um, again, very entertaining. So yeah, I listen to. They can kind of go the whole spectrum of sort of quick and dirty like discussions, or they can really be elevated to a real art form, I think, sometimes. So mm. there's a real power to, like, once you've got those headphones in, you're kind of sucked into this other world that yeah. to create. Yeah. So yeah, personally, I love a bit of true crime. Like I, that's serial. I don't know if you've heard of serial. That was like the podcast that got me into podcasts, basically. And that was a a true crime um, American This American Life offshoot. Um, and it's a documentary storytelling. And it, that's it. Just it's a bit like you know, it's like a binge 
a binge serial that you'd be watching on Netflix and you just couldn't get enough of that of that podcast. Mm. Um, and it's with those kind of things that there's that blur between a podcast and a sort of an audio book, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's so professional. You were talking about professionally, you know, um, produced. That's so professionally produced. Um, I also love this the documentary storytelling of this American life. Um, another another American um radio station um produces that but the, again it's like telling a story over an hour long episode perhaps of something you've never even considered that you would be interested in but mm. you, you really learn and take and really hold on to those stories and remember them yeah. um yeah. I, I remember listening to sorry Ben. oh sorry Lee yeah I just remember listening to um uh, Giles Brandreth <laughs> makes me laugh, and and the the lady whose name escapes me on um, Countdown, uh, who's a whiz with words, you know, and they study the um, the origins of all these different words and and look at them. It's a fascinating series, and he's a thoroughly entertaining um, chap, isn't he? In his in his way, uh, yeah. and it's just something like that just sort of will tickle me on a, you know on a weekend sort of. Uh, listening to that perhaps on a, on a bike ride or something so yeah it's, as you say there's this whole range of kind of very serious thought-provoking stuff uh, as Hannah was yeah. saying I feel a bit tough after listening to Hannah now I think I need to <laughs> listen to some more highbrow podcasts I, I listened to one um, I think it's the it kind of the episodes that catch you on a whiz when you don't know really what what you're going to listen to so there was one produced by 99% Invisible which is about is another documentary style, um, mainly around design, I think. But that was about a project where they, there was a load of radio, highly radioactive waste um, stored somewhere. I can't remember where. Um, and it's so powerful, you know. If 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 somebody came across it, it could annihilate mankind. Um, so they needed to design store, uh, signage for this radioactive waste. That would mean something in thousands of years time and how they went about designing that it's like so random some of these subjects but you really like remember them and resonate with you it's i i love it i love walking and listening to stuff like this so um the, the strawberry debate will live with me forever honestly you still you still have not worked out when is a strawberry dead there's <laughs> well, no science any listeners if you don't like that's one takeaway from this episode is to tune into the strawberry debate and find out the answer do you ever find out the answer Hannah or well again it, it's it's a science thing isn't it so you know our definition of what is alive changes and our definition of what is dead changes like every minute based on what we learn and yeah like no. professors they, they all just kind of shrug their shoulders and, and just go maybe <laughs> partially <laughs> This is where I'm going wrong. I, I listen to podcasts about whether a Jaffa cake is a cake or a biscuit. <laughs> I, would, I would like that debate. I'm not going to lie to you. I would be into that debate as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, there's also things like the No Sleep podcasts. I don't know if you've heard of the No Sleep podcasts. Um, no. It's just scary stories, which is great to listen to when you're trying to sleep. So you've got insomnia, the No Sleep 
podcast. That sounds like absolutely not the thing to listen to before. (laughs) But there is something very intimate about a podcast, though, isn't there? When you get your headphones on, and I said I can imagine that would actually be very scary. Although talking now, it doesn't sound like you'd be very particularly scared by a a story that somebody's recorded. But I reckon that you know, if you're listening to that eleven o'clock at night with your headphones on, uh, and you know, you hear a creak, creaking floorboard outside, I reckon it could really get to you. Yeah, there's this an intimacy to podcasting that I like. I think. I think yeah, because it's sort of a lot of it is fired fired by the imagination. So you've got the audio, you've got this intimacy with this one to one, but a lot of it is all happening in your head, and I I love that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was a great review I once once read about a podcast. Come out of the podcast, um, but it's the delight of having friends talking. I mean that that's what they said, you know. A good podcast, if it's got multiple people on it, it sounds like you're in a pub and that's just a conversation going on just outside of your periphery, but you're entertained by it. And we've all been in a pub and been entertained by various conversations. I think that's what a podcast can do. It's something that you can listen to, but not pay attention to. It's something you connect to. It's something that gets your brain. Um, I I used to do a running app called Run Zombies and it would be an audio book of you've just crashed and you've got to make it through a zombie infested town. You're very motivated, I'm not going to lie. When there's somebody screaming in your ear, run, run, runner number one, run, they're behind you. You hear heavy breathing. Um, yeah. So if you ever see me running through Pontypool, I've got my run zombies on, basically. That's a step so, up from Strava, isn't it, that one? Yeah, my I goodness. Know. So if this um, conversation has taught you anything, it's that there's something out there for everyone from dying strawberries to running with zombies there's something out there for everyone <laughs> right, which leads us on to my third question of what makes a great podcast now I know we've already kind of touched on this but Glyn what do you reckon what what makes a great podcast for you yeah I've been thinking about this I, I reckon they probably fall into one of about four categories I reckon they're, they're the, the ones that make you laugh the ones that maybe teach you something new about strawberries or whatever it might be, Jaffa cakes, uh, the ones that maybe sometimes inspire you to do something different or new. And I suppose that's where the, the pedagogy, the teaching and learning comes in as well, you know, the teaching something new, but also getting you thinking, getting you inquisitive and getting you looking at the world in a, in a slightly different view from, from the viewpoint of somebody else. So, yeah, I think that, you know, that there are different podcasts for different things, but I reckon they, they probably fit into those four categories and and that's what the best ones do. How about you Hannah? I think I'd agree with Glyn I think those four categories are a really good place to start from and to you know you can definitely see how how the podcasts I listen to some do inspire me and some do entertain and some, some teach me and inform uh, inform me but I, I think the mark of a good podcast um, alongside is um confidence with what you're saying so you know the Mm. strawberry debate they got professors in to talk about they got people with science it's a science uh, conversation which you don't have to be a scientist to listen to or to learn from but these are people used to teaching and sharing with others what a thought process is so I think getting people and talking about something you're really passionate about um, makes a really good podcast even if you don't know it but you're passionate I think that's um a good starting point but also the freedom to see where the conversation takes you I think a podcast is too scripted you risk losing um a natural inquisitive line of thought really I don't know if you'd agree with that Glenn sometimes when you're teaching I imagine 
a learner could say something or you would say something and it sparks off a whole new place to explore or place to go and I think a podcast sort of a good podcast um treads that line quite carefully between we know we know our topic but we're also going to give us ourselves a bit of space to see where um where our natural curiosity takes us yes definitely and I, I know we're going to talk about education a bit later on but it's a good outlet for that as well isn't it not just for the listener but for the person producing it to explore it I totally agree with you Hannah yeah how about Absolutely. you Lee? I feel as like for, if I was thinking with my like work hat on from a content point of view um it's the power of that immersive experience that I'm interested in mm, yeah. like you're literally you're locked in you've got the audio and you've got you can direct that experience and I love that idea that um you know the potential for for curating that experience is really exciting so but I absolutely agree like there's nothing worse than listening to somebody that um you know doesn't want to be there or doesn't <laughs> know what they're talking about so which which leads me on to the flip side is what turns you off when you're listening to a podcast like what are the big turnoffs for you Hannah what about you for me it's when they talk like this constantly and it's very monotonous and very difficult to get involved they, they kind of sound half asleep and I just find yeah. it really hard to care um, I know some people do naturally speak like that but I think obviously podcasting is um, it's almost um, an audio presentation it's an audio mm. show so you yeah. know you, you still need to have a little bit of um, a good of good voice work really, in my opinion not professional but um just yeah it's an engaging voice I think it comes down to anything like if you're bored delivering it or you sound bored yeah. delivering it then the listener's going to pick up on that and the listeners are not going to be tuning in for episode two put it like that so Glyn what, how about you well, I feel after that I need to be a bit more exciting when I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a hint Glyn no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I totally agree I think anything too monotonous um sometimes I've listened to the odd podcast where there's a really long introduction like a really long music or they're trying to flog you something in between and these, these yeah. horrible jingles and it just turns me right off so I just want kind of just the content and um you know to really enjoy listening to it really to escapism isn't it for, for the time yeah, you're there absolutely. Um, yeah how about you Lee? Yeah, po- podcasts are a pretty competitive feel so listeners will unsubscribe like I mean I know our the context for our discussion today is education Mm. Um, so hopefully you will have a captive audience with a lot of your episodes <laughs> that you put out but in, in in the wider sense of podcasting it's a highly competitive field everyone and their dog is bringing out a podcast yeah um, so listeners will unsubscribe if, if you don't deliver um, but if you do a good job an engaged audience is pretty powerful so um whether they're listening to the bus on the bus on the way home whether they're cooking on a lunchtime walk your voice and the experience you create with a podcast can really add value. Um, so that leads me on to my next question of what's the educational value of podcasts? And Glenn, I'm mainly going to be looking at you for this answer because you're the digital teaching lead. So come on, dish it out. What do you think? <laughs> no, I know nothing. You can nope. say it, Lee. I know Pressure. nothing. 
Well, I think it's interesting what you're saying about podcasts being competitive before I answer this one. I just looked, looking at the news today about, you know, we've got royalty doing podcasts now. We've got Meghan and Harry having a go at it. So I think, <laughs> um, you know, it's everyone wants a piece of podcasting. It's clearly uh, very on vogue at the moment. But yes, on to uh, the educational value of podcasting then. Um, yeah, I think the beauty of them is that you, once you've downloaded them, you don't need an internet connection. So you can download it to your mobile phone and you can listen to it on, on the bus on the way to college, for example. So um, literally they're doing their homework on the bus. Well, there's nothing so wrong with that, is there, as long as they're devoting their full attention to it. And it is that immersive experience. You kind of, you've got your headphones on and you can disappear into that world. And as long as the podcast's engaging a lot, uh, enough, you can really, um, you know, the learners can get something from it. And it's just a different medium, a different way of doing things. Mm. Um, it's convenient, you know, and um, there are some really great, there's a, a wide range of professionally made podcasts out there already. So, for example, I'm a, a geography A-level um, lecturer. Uh, the RGS, the Royal Geographical Society, have made a whole host of them. And as Hannah was saying, you know, people who know their onions, these professors looking at different um, fields within geography uh, and really exploring them at great depth and matching them to the syllabus. Just so chip it, in there, Glyn, on yeah. that. Um, I know the library team are currently cataloguing podcasts against different subject areas. So if you so it'd be worth checking out the library system, um, the Colleague Gwent Library uh, website, just to have a look and see what what podcasts they've got listed. If you or if you see one for your subject that you particularly want to add to the library, then do drop them a line because they can add it in. That sounded suspiciously like an advert then, Lee. I was going to oh tell you. Oh my god! I, I just did it without. That was seamless. I did it without even. <laughs> <laughs> I, t I totally agree. I think I think the library resources, are, you know, what an underused resource they are. I think, you know, let's drive learners to it because it's, it's amazing. And there are lots of podcasts there, as you say. Particularly if there's third party stuff that is relevant to your course that you think will really help, you know, that, that's that's a no brainer, isn't it? It's a quick win for, for, for staff. So. Yeah, and you know there are some learners who who don't like a visual medium as much. Uh, you know, th thinking of this principle of universal design for learning to to make content available in in different formats is a is a great idea. Um, but on the flip side, I think there is a, there's great potential for podcasting um, in the hands of learners themselves. Um, okay. So I, I w worked in a school where. Um, there's radio stations, you know, encouraging pupils to take uh, control of that. Um, but why can't they do their own podcast and do the research and find, follow their interest about the sub subject matter that they're looking into? I love that it, idea because then when they're listening to other podcasts, they can really help critique like what, what works and what doesn't. And I, I really like that kind of critical thinking then involved as well. Yeah, they, they have to think about the audience. So they have to um, break it down into something that's sort of um, usable and something that's um, friendly to the ear uh, and whenever they're doing that whenever they're going over this material of course they're committing it to their long-term memory so it's a good revision exercise as well and you know there's lots of connections with sort of metacognition uh, they're learning these soft skills as well so yeah I think there's lots of potential and one I think I'm really keen to explore more. I think as well for learners and not not just for staff for human beings in general um it's that connection with other people that we want to be like or or, or ways of living that we want to emulate so if you want to be um, a geologist you know then you've got um the geography podcast which can give you all of that but it's if you're a young carer 
then there might be somebody in your situation running a podcast to talk about it, the LGBT community, um, feminist podcasts, uh, podcast appearance. So it's that, it's that softer skills thing, isn't it, Glyn? It's, you know, it's not just um, possibly looking at, oh, this is um, English literature. It could be looking at women in an English literature part of it, but maybe you're a budding feminist, or it could be looking at the role of... Um, islamic faith in a certain but it's, it's going to lend you to lots of facets of your personality and your interests that you can try and draw on and build on i think um that's what i find with podcasts is it reminds me of not just i'm interested in the overall topic but it introduces to how i see the topic as me mm. and the experiences i've had and interestingly the flip side of that would be that it sort of ex can expose you to things that you perhaps wouldn't have thought of as well so it sort of expands you know make sure you're not in an echo chamber some of these podcasts will lead you down a path that you perhaps wouldn't have thought of before as well and yeah, i think absolutely. that it is that that sort of little feeling of exploration when you put those earphones in mm. that you know i i really like that idea personally so the thought of learners doing that say having that same experience i think is really powerful i really like that yeah. um, Okay, so, so many potential uses, um, and we'd be interested in developing pilot podcasts for any um, any subject areas across Colleguent that, that lend itself to podcasting, um, and we can support you in your podcasting journey. So do drop us a line if you're interested in exploring some of this. I mean, it doesn't need to be particularly complex. It can just be some very basic um, discussion-based um, podcasting to, to start with, but just drop us a line and we'll have an explore together um i've realized lee we need to design a jingle a get in do. touch jingle we need to make one <laughs> we need well i i'm with you on this like has anyone mm. got any singing talent i i've offered i've offered but you <laughs> point blank refuse me people come on now. Uh, if you if you guys do the singing i'll do the dance routine which would work really well on a podcast <laughs> Oh. I, I just say we attach some maracas and like little bells to Glyn and just say do it just just dance for us Glyn just dance and that'll be the jingle for getting in touch Love it. I'm, Love it. I'm absolutely down for that yeah no problem <laughs> so question six do you need any special equipment to podcast um I I have to admit this is this is an experimental podcast that we're doing here so um we're just using Microsoft Teams to record this. So um, everyone has access to that, just using the simple record button within it. Um, there are lots of podcasting apps which will do it all online, um, which don't require a mixing deck. So I'll be exploring the best options for this over the next week or so. Um, I would recommend getting a dedicated microphone if you're serious, but that's something to explore maybe once you've done a few trial and errors. Um, I've currently got a £9.50 uh, lapel microphone on, which I'm not even sure if it's working, to be honest. It could well be this or it could be the my laptop that's picking up the, the audio. <laughs> so um, nothing fancy. Um, and what I'll do at the end, I will um, do a little add-on at the end of the episode just to tell you what I've used to, um, to edit and produce the episode. So question seven, do you need to be a techie? What do you reckon, guys? I think it's more important you be creative than a techie. Yeah. You know, I think that's the skill, really. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think what well, to be honest, I, weirdly, considering I work in the digital team, I don't consider myself a particularly technical, confident person. So this is all, um, you know, we're all trialing and erroring together here. So I would say we, we're currently just trying to find the most seamless way to produce this episode uh, without any <laughs> relying on too much technology. So um, what I mean, what I will be creating in. Sorry, Anna, what did you say? Just saying, a lot of this kind of stuff, if you look at it like through the past 10 years, it started off with kids using something in a different way. Yeah. You know, the vlogging, so video blogging, podcasting, they're quite simple. As long as you re- can record audio somehow, and there's loads of audio recorders out there, that's really all we're doing. So Yeah, absolutely. I, and it's about getting that getting that sound quality as, as crisp as you can. Mm-hmm. And then, to be honest, there's a whole world of apps, even educational podcast apps out there um, to explore. So um, what I'll be doing is exploring those over the coming weeks and months. Um, but then I will be designing a, a resource hub page about podcasts, which um, I'll ask Lynn and Hannah to get involved into um, to find out more about the process. So uh, staff can go there and, and find out the recommended apps and software that we we recommend to produce um, a podcast and also how to get support with it. Um, so, yeah, I will be adding a little short section to the end of this episode as well to summarise how easy or difficult that post-production has been as I've, as I've done it. <laughs> well, so, well, I reckon if, you, if you're just starting off, you could just literally use the voice recorder on your laptop and just, uh, yeah. just, just give it a go and don't worry about editing it and just seeing if it's a format that you like. And yeah. if you wanted to share it with your learners, a really easy way to do that would be to upload the file to, to a OneDrive and share it with them there, you know, the little MP4 absolutely. file. Because I think for me, it's like, forget podcasting, park the podcasting to the side. Really, what we're talking about is the power of audio and Mm -hmm. whatever format that takes. You could embed an audio file on your Canvas course and just ask students to listen to it, you know, if you want, you know, if you wanted to do that. So it's just um, there's a whole spectrum of of complexity with where we go with all this. But um, And I was just thinking as we were doing this now, I mean, we're, we're, ha- it's, we're having a three-way conversation over over teams here. I suppose you could literally, sh- I know it's not a podcast, strictly speaking, but you could you could literally share this conversation via Microsoft Stream because it's recorded straight away and, and share that with the, with the learners if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, it's not strictly a podcast, of course, um, but it's, you know, it, it is a, a way of getting, getting this sort of It's a similar sort of, sort of idea out. of, of this kind of informal chat, the informed chat, or, you know, it's, yeah. it's just interesting to, and I, I would like to maybe look at that in the new year to find out where people go with this. Like, mm. I, it'd be interesting to have different different trial runs to see what, what works for different subjects or whatever. Um, for some reason, all I've got in my head is the fact that Monty Python did horses with coconuts. Um, <laughs> so... So you what know, you want a whole sort of sound I sound, want sound effect. effects I like not not digital sound effects I want rice in being dropped on some plastic for the sound of rain um no it's a silly thing but again I think when it comes to do you need a technical skill no you just need to be no. creative and just take it back to basics we're just recording audio that's that's the value well, yeah like like the like the yeah. drama drama department to produce audio that audio drama that's you know that's interesting isn't it 
Mm. I would so listen to that. If I if I if I was on the department started doing like weekly whodunits. Oh my god, I'd be I the, would totally listen to I'd that. I'd be the top be. subscriber for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. That's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get drama to do a, like a termly whodunit play. Well, that. Hannah, it's it's interesting that you mentioned the sound effects because I'm sure I saw on Twitter somewhere that the BBC have released their archive of all of their sound effects that they use for radio programmes and TV programmes. So they're free to download. So literally the creaking door, you know, the kind of things they use on the arches. So I'm going to have a little look at that after, <laughs> after we finish this. And I'm going to be bombarding you with sound effects for the rest I of the know, week. I know YouTube had some as well, but I bet the BBC ones are better. They've probably got Daleks and stuff. Like oh that. Would be cool. We so <laughs> have to do that. Can we do like a little digital short story for when we come back? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I think I, I recognised I, I, the person who shared the tweet. I think they must have put some of them uh, as an audio file ready to play when I when I clicked on the tweet. And I'm sure I recognised them from some of the programmes, these really familiar sort of telephone rings and that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's a, that'd be a good game, wouldn't it? Trying to guess that'd where the sound effect yeah. came from. <laughs> right. Wrapping this up then, guys, uh, what are your top three tips for podcasting based on this little experiment that we've done today? Well, goodness, yeah, well, uh, this is our first proper podcast. It's going to be difficult (laughs) to give too much advice to anybody. But I I would say, um, you know, you've got to think about who you're podcasting to, who's going to be listening to it and where they're going to be listening to it and kind of have have an empathy with them. And I would say sort of try and do it a bit more conversationally rather than too formally, because you're not newscasters when you're doing this, you know. I think it's important to have a, a plan. I think you've been, done a great job of putting these questions together, um, but not to necessarily script it and read it out, you know, mm. uh, because sometimes you, as as Hannah said, you could go off on a tangent, um, as Brian Cox would do quite often in his podcasts yeah. and, uh, you know, see where it follows, you know, where, where it takes you really. Um, and the, the final tip, I suppose, would be, you know, you don't need a lot of equipment for it so it could be a worthy um exercise for learners to do something for them uh to to research themselves to to learn more about their topic and to think about audience when they're doing it so think about it as a, a potential exercise for learners too nice hannah um i would um, i would agree with all everything glenn said but specifically sort of be yourself so don't be too dry on the podcast don't be reading from a script word for word you know have a conversation with your colleagues or whoever you're speaking to um and you know don't try too hard if you naturally do weird funny voices and sounds if something makes you find funny and you want to giggle that's all fine it's perfectly fine to be human on a podcast but something I think is really important, along with the script, is having almost uh, almost agreeing which person's going to be responsible for moving it along. So I know from this podcast, we've, I've looked to you, Lee, as to yeah. introduce the questions and to push us forward, keep us on time and track. Um, so I, th- I think having that sort of understanding of, our, you know, Lee's in charge of making sure we get somewhere <laughs> in our time. And having that sort of loose plan in place I think before an episode so I think just random conversation is just random conversation whereas if you are if you do have a a, a structured plan even if it is just loosely you know very loose it it does give you that structure to the episode so Mm. um, I would agree with all of those points um 
I saw a great quote online which said, screens grab attention, audio holds it. What do you think mm-hmm. of that? Do you agree? Yes, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. That's well, interesting. I, I think there's a real subtlety to audio and great storytelling, which can be done via radio or podcast, can really capture the listener's imagination. I think that's where the power lies. So I've been really mm-hmm. excited to um, explore this with you guys today. Thank you very much. That's been brilliant. Thank you, Lee. Uh, so thank you very much for listening to this experimental episode. I'm Lee and I've been joined by Glyn and Hannah. Thanks both for joining me today. Um, We hope this has piqued your interest in podcasts. Um, Do drop us a line and let us know what you're listening to. Excited to hear. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. How are you?